Hello and welcome to this take seven of me trying to do this intro. I cannot speak today. It's not coming out, but fingers crossed this is the one. My name's Adam Clayden and I'm with the boys Joshua Aitken and JJ Harding. This week we are talking about question time. We are asking each other some random video game style questions. Um, have you ever been on a real life side quest? Or what's your earliest memory or what's your guilty pleasure in game stuff like that um i'm gonna go do another take now so um i'll see you in about two seconds clap (laughs) happy christmas you like that one didn't you you like that no you paused you went three two one an invisible number, and then you clapped. I think you'll find that was the the internet delay. It was not my fault. Ah, yes. Uh, I don't know. That delay. I, I saw your face. I saw the face of intent, bro. You just got pranked by the prank patrol. The prank patrol. Here we go. Oh, prank patrol. That makes me feel so British and oh. old. The, the fact that you're British should make you feel British. Well, one I remember is they tried to convince this girl on a sleepover that it was like aliens had invaded their like house and it was literally the plot of et they just rehashed et <laughs> the best bit though is when they have to call up their mate to make sure they're coming imagine if they imagine all of the ones that they've had to cut because the mate said no yeah imagine that <laughs> how many lost yeah. episodes are there of prank patrol out there, there must be so many where like the person's found out and they've just been like just act scared for tv act like you're afraid yeah <laughs> There was what there was one person where they were taken to like a military bunker or something. It was like this little kid, and he's just like laughing the whole time, and you could just tell he totally knows. And he's just like giggling along. And they, they, when they asked him at the end, like, "Oh, did you have any idea?" He was like, "Uh, yeah." yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some weird, some terrible actor who's getting paid fifty quid for this has just taken me away in a van with my dad in the back. Yeah, <laughs> I've been kidnapped with my dad. I, I've got nothing to do with the army. I've, I've never been to an army base. With my father. My father works in Asda. <laughs> yeah. We have no, we have no discernible skills between us that would help save the world in any event. Crazy man. Crazy. How are you doing, boys? How, how was, how has the break been? By the time we actually release this, we would have missed a week. So, what's been going on in your lives in the last couple of weeks? Uh I'm falling to pieces, man. I'm so unwell. I think my my wisdom teeth are also coming in, um, which is quite painful. Oh, painful, man. Need to get, um, need to get a, a burly man to, to open my mouth and have a look inside. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll go to the dentist. Yes. <laughs> uh, what have I been doing? I've been, I've been, I've been working. I was going to do overtime this weekend because I've got a, um, I've got a wedding to pay for, but. Jesus, man! Stop fucking bragging about it. I know. Stop I know. Fucking, just so stop exciting. being fucking engaged. Okay. Yeah, just, stop sounding happy about it as well. Just stop being happy. Stop enjoying your life. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm one of the first of my of my closest friendship group from Cornwall to actually be engaged. Yeah, but most of them just marry their sisters, don't they? Yeah. To be fair. Fun fact: you're actually you're actually one of the first people to be engaged from Cornwall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Generally speaking, they're virgins. <laughs> Fun fact: JJ's parents are actually both virgins. Yeah, they are. It's true. It's quite. It's quite a ceremonial ritual, isn't it? Yeah, I was born from uh, the blood of a goat, um, uh, the snout of a dog, 
and uh, sugar spice and everything nice. What what actually happens is when two people from Cornwall uh, try to make a baby together, what they do is they essentially make a large pasty, uh, and if the gods allow it, then a baby will burst then from that Cornish pasty. Spawn, spawn from the pasty. Yeah, but you ha- yeah, but, yeah, but yeah, but you have to cook that pasty. You have to cook that pasty at the bottom of a rainbow. Ah, okay, sitting course. on a surfboard. Uh, at the bottom of a coal mine, or a tin mine, I think, actually. Well, no, if you want a girl, you'd go to you'd go to a tin man. Where are a yeah, girl? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, okay. what the fuck yeah. are we talking about tin, today? I just said a tin man as well. <laughs> we're, a, we're a week late and we're already talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this week we're doing a bit of a Q&A, so we've got some questions for each other. We're going to ask each other random video game questions we're going to discuss and we've got a couple of questions from our keen listener as well yeah a keen listener who it's and they wish to remain anonymous is do they wish to remain anonymous abdominus abdominus yeah they, they wish to remain abacus yep they wish to remain mathematicus <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they wish to remain Optimus Prime. I wish to remain Abacus. Abacus. <laughs> Nay, I Abacus. <laughs> I Abacus. Abdecabacus. Abacus Abdecabacus. Brilliant. Okay, let's move on. So we've got three questions each for each other. These are things we've never discussed before. Um... We don't know oh, where it will go. This is a short episode, but it's going to be an hour and a half by the sounds of it. So, um, JJ, I think you're probably prepared. So you always look prepared. Yeah, I've got, I've got questiones. I feel like I'll start with one of my, I guess, weaker ones. Uh, a game you'd like to play from the villain's perspective. Oh, oh, uh, Pokemon. I want to be. I want to be Team Rocket. You want to be Team In... Rocket? Hell yeah, On... man! In, fi- in, in like red, blue, fire, red, leaf, green, whatever, you go up the Nugget Bridge in Celadon City, uh, Cerulean, sorry, Cerulean City, and the end, you get, you ask, do you want to become part of Team Rocket? And you don't get an option. It just say, it just assumes that you say no. I want to, I want the perspective of you get to say yes, and then it takes you on a new traje- trajectory. Do you know what I mean? The bad guys in Pokemon who catch them and make them fight, and then there's the good guys in Pokemon. Who catch them and make them fight? <laughs> How long is it going to be before Peter cancels Pokemon? I'm sure oh, they've man. tried. I'm sure I've read some of that they tried at a point. They must have. Uh, my answer to that question, JJ, would be um, Halo, specifically from the perspective of a grunt. Oh, yes. But I'm specifying that because obviously you play as the Arbiter at a point, but I specifically want to play it from the perspective of these like little weak. Surely just for a scene when Master Chief arrives and everything goes fucking batshit. What if you play as that one you can find as an easter egg at the end of Halo 3? Yeah, it's singing the song. Sold him for the military when you were six years old. Boo-hoo, poor you. <laughs> I don't know what i do without the gas. <laughs> I replayed a bit of Halo 3 the other day because I booted up my... Xbox 360. I thought, oh, let's have a go. I, I didn't realise, I spoke to Josh about this before, I didn't realise you can't aim in that game. It, I was so like, I, yeah, my mind no just ADS. didn't work. I just, I was like, oh, I'll play a bit of Apex and now I'll go back and see, let's do a bit of Halo 3. And I, you couldn't aim. Like, it's, it's Did so Did you try uh, clicking down on R3? No, yeah, okay, yeah, fair enough. It's a different, it's a different layout of buttons. But not all, not all weapons do aim. If they haven't got a sight, they no, don't no. aim. Do you know what I mean? 
So I remember when we used to play Modern Warfare at the weekends or Halo 3 at the weekends, but I don't remember a time where not being able to aim was a problem. Yeah. Um, in Overwatch, you don't, unless that character has um, that given skill. It's all, it's all just um, hip fire. I would like to play Mario okay. from the perspective of a Goomba and make it a horror game. Could you imagine how horrifying that would be? That would be Mario horrifying. just running after you, and when he does that little... Tri- you know, he does that little trippy step before he runs a bit faster. Yeah. Imagine that in first person, but you're literally two foot tall. Fuck and he's that. like six foot and tall. And he's throwing fucking his cap at you. Yeah. And like <laughs> later on in the levels and stuff, there's like fireballs and shit. I always see Goomba as an eth- like an ethnic insult. No, I don't like I don't like these Goombas coming over here, taking our jobs, looking like mushrooms. Not having it. Or an Italian pasta, like chicken goomba. Chicken goomba. Oh, that sounds That nice. sounds quite tasty, actually. It does, doesn't it? I think, though, like, you know where the cap sort of takes over the persona of the goomba and they can build them or you become the goomba? It, what, if you're talking about a horror game, so that possessed, he's being possessed by the cap. Imagine, like, his horrific time whilst he's being possessed by this cap. Oh, God, yeah. Do you think, that, do you think they're aware? I hope they're not for their sake, really. Yes, me too. I mean, you are. Have you played the end of Mario Odyssey? Yeah. I've, yeah, no, I've, I've I haven't. finished it. Yeah. I've not even played Mario Odyssey. Uh, okay, Spo- spoiler scat. Chickigumba. I'm a scat man. The end, you cap Bowser himself and you play as Bowser for a little bit. It's freaking sick. Mario Odyssey is fucking excellent. But when you go through his memories, you see like all the times him and Mario have like fought and stuff. Made love. Freaking amazing. Tug of War. Tug of War. Eiffel Tower. Adam, what's your question? Um, I've got a few questions. Uh, I'm going to go with the first one. What is your guilty pleasure? What, in, in gaming or, or just generally? Uh, in video game, please. In video game. What's games? your guilty okay. little pleasure? Or a game that you've never told anyone you've played but actually really fucking enjoyed? Uh, there, is, there is one, but I'm just trying to think of it. I used to really enjoy Viva Pinata. Do you remember that? <laughs> Oh, hell yeah. Viva Xbox Pinata 360. Was it was fucking great. You run around, no surprise here, as a pinata, and it's a party, and you're living as a pinata in a party round. It's like, that, that is it. There's nothing more to it. There was a cartoon nice. series on Nickelodeon as well. No way. That's horrible. Yes, way. It was, it was pretty funny as well. I remember, well, for, for a kid. <laughs> 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 it was just a load of, like, sweet jokes and stuff. Yeah, but you look back at them and they'll be all about... They'll be they'll be for the dads, those jokes, those sweet jokes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you sure have a sweet ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your candy ass. Um, uh, my guilty pleasure, would, mine would probably be um, Bella's. Like, I can't remember the specific name, but big one of the hunting games. It's like a big game, hunting game. Oh, I used yeah. to love playing it. It's just the worst fucking gameplay, and the actual idea behind it, you're playing is like a rich dude on safari, hunting like beautiful, majestic animals, but I fucking loved it. I used to play it all the time, and used to just fucking love this game. Don't know why, don't know why I liked it, but I did. When are you going to have the opportunity to fell a giraffe? Exactly. Or slaughter an elephant in real life? Like When am I ever going to be in the Serengeti and shoot an elephant in the face? Without being cancelled, so... It's a safe exactly. way to do it. Who wouldn't want to shoot a giraffe? 
I once kicked a giraffe to death. For any Scottish people listening, that's a, a reference to Still Game. Um, they would call me out if they did listen to that uh, as not being originally from me. <laughs> I mean, I feel like a lot of people's guilty pleasure game has got to be Dead or Alive, right? Why? Because you masturbate it. <laughs> that laugh is deafening in terms of what it tells me. Well, not me specifically. No, but it's one of those things where it's like, oh, dead or alive, should we play it just for a joke? Should we play it but just, just for a joke? You know, just like, should we just like, should we just like seriously play it but just for a joke? I used to play dead or alive with my dad. What? You played dead or alive with your dad? Yeah, my dad loves fighting games. I used to play dead or alive and I used to play Soul Calibur with my dad every week. Irritatingly, dead or alive is actually... A decent fighting game. Oh, it's great! I loved it. As Dead or Alive Five, you're on about, right? Uh, yeah, it was for the it was for the PS2. Yeah, the, the fighting games they make are pretty decent. It's the freaking beach volleyball ones where you're like, really? <laughs> ah, you're talking about the beach volleyball ones. See, see how many points you can get in this photo shoot, and you're like, really? Listen, no, there's no kink shaming in this podcast. Anyway, that isn't my guilty pleasure game. What is? I'm. I'm 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 sorry. I'm I'm really sorry about this. Sonic 06. <sighs> I really enjoyed. <laughs> you. Mm. Loading times and glitches aside, I thought it was pretty goofy and pretty great. I don't feel <laughs> like I know who you are anymore. <laughs> it was it was because I found it kind of funny i guess i took it as a joke i i don't know it was the it was the fact that silver like comes back in time to kill his ancestor sonic and it's like what why is sonic the hedgehog being hunted by a freaking terminator it was crazy it was brilliant and he turns up like i finally found you the iblis trigger and sonic's like whoa what the hell man (laughs) don't have a cow It's just really, yeah, and he like, a princess kisses him to resurrect him, and it's just funny. It's just funny. Maria. <laughs> Maria. Maria. Uh, Joshua, if you need to go get your dinner at any point. No, listen, uh, I can wait until um, we're done. My first question um, is, if you could become any video game character, who would you like to become? Like, if you took their place in the game. Right, we got to think about this one because I feel like straight away I'm thinking God of War. I have an answer, so I I can give mine if you want. Mine's would be a uh, leisure leisure sweet Larry. What? So you can be rejected from being laid all the time? Oh, sounds fantastic, yeah. mate. Some of those he fucks in some of those games, man. He fucks in some of those uh, games. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll follow on with that. I'm gonna go Octo Dad. Um, because nice. I really relate to the the struggling marriage, uh, tough time with the kids. Is that so you can um, feel what it's like to be loved by a woman? And if anyone's out there right now, um, my address is <laughs> just just turn up. <laughs> oh my god! I might I might reciprocate. It's beautiful, man. Beautiful. True romance. Hey, he's got a hell of a house, ladies. I'm telling you. He can cook really well. Adam's a great cook. That's Adam a is a great chef, actually. I can cook quite nicely, and I can make you have nice tastes in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
he's also oh, um, human, and I can say this firsthand: a very tender lover. We shared a bed, didn't we? And it we was a very. A it, was a, it was a. It was a tender night. I think it was an. Out, it was an out of body experience, if I have to be honest. Um, Whoa, that sounds yeah. dreamy. We woke up at the same time as well. It was, it was just somehow. Beautiful. I think one of us farted. <laughs> I think we both farted at the same time, and you know it. Yeah, just majestic. JJ, what about you? What's your um, what's your answer? I would probably go for probably go for um, the protagonist from Monster Hunter, Monster Hunter World. Which one? Because there's it's an RPG, so you can be anyone in that. Just yourself in that world. I mean, I mean, oh, oh, what? So it has to be, it, it has to be, it has to be a different person. It doesn't have to be. Do, what? Do I want to be a shithead mog? Nah, I'm all right. Racist. Nothing wrong with that. First of all, group it out there, everyone. Nothing wrong with being a shithead mog, but nothing wrong with it. Well, in the new one, you can have a dog, can't you? So maybe that one. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, so right, it can't be like a custom character. It literally has to be. It can be, if you want, it can be a custom character, but uh, for the sake of the question, uh, just make, yeah, make it a character character. Okay. Custom character speaks more about the world than it does about the character itself. That's true, that's true, that's true. Oh, oh, freaking Geralt of Rivia. Nice. 100%. Tressa Yennefer. Uh, Yennefer. Good answer. Correct, the correct answer. Yennefer, for personality purposes. Yeah. I think I personally think Triss is better looking, but I think Jennifer has, Jennifer has that kind of, you know, she's a bit, she's a little bit mean, and I kind of like, like that. that. <laughs> yeah, you like that. Yeah, you like that. You like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, you like that. Uh, it's like a, you know that you know that moment where she um she throws the bed from the top of Kaimoran Tower, um because she found a red hair on it from when you were with Triss. He doesn't know. Adam's just Adam's just shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, but like I've played the first little bit of the game, and I need to go back into it because I think what actually happened was I played Skyrim, and then I tried to play God of War, and then I tried to play The Witcher all in a row. I think I need mm. I needed a break. So yeah. what I, so after that, I played GTA Five. Different vibe and style. And then I went into, went into Titanfall after that. So I think I can't play games that are too similar in a row. Do you know mm. what I mean? Not that they're that similar, but they're still fantasy genre. I, I understand. I completely understand what you mean. Next question. Okay, this yeah, is the Geralt of Rivia, hundred percent. Okay, I'm gonna go and grab that pizza. Well, so you discuss your answers, and I'll be back in five seconds. JJ, have you ever found yourself in a real life side quest? Oh, dude, I feel like I have side quests all the freaking all time. The time. <laughs> Tell me your tell me your favourite side quest that you've been on. If you're in full time work, right, and you're auditioning for things on top of that, you are in a constant side quest. Always to see everything if you side can quest. Get a new main quest. Well, what's the most <laughs> What's the most bizarre side quest you found yourself on? I'll, I'll give an example. So, one I can think of is I was living in North London at the time. Just come out, just finished rehearsals like eight in the London. evening, and London Tan. And there's this family of. Um, I found out later they were Pakistani. Mm. Hello. We are doing our video game side quest tales. Um, you're joining me as I am somewhere in between Turnpike Lane and Wood Green. And I've just encountered a Pakistani family who are moving into their house. It's eight o'clock on a Friday night. Nice. They're moving their shit. They're, but they're, getting, they're taking all stuff out of taxi. So I, I help them bring it in. Mm-hmm. Um, get to know them. 
Uh, I can't I can't remember their names. It was about four years ago. But they invited me in. We had the most beautiful food in the world and just sat and chatted. On their first day, they moved into this house. And I was like, this is the weirdest side quest I've ever been on. In London as well, you don't expect that. I know, JJ, my experience of you in London is that you said hello to everybody. And I've never seen anyone do that in London before with confidence, which is yes. lovely. S- some people some people give me funny looks, but I'm just, I always find if you catch if you catch eyes with somebody, it's it's, it's just impolite not to say, you know, oh, hi, how are you? Or, or no, I, I'm a country boy as well, so I get that. But I also, I'm streetwise as well. <laughs> there we go. That's my little side quest. Oh, I love that. I don't know. I, I like that. Ra- random things tend to just happen to me. Like uh, that's, that's the nature of They are random, so. <laughs> random <laughs> things tend to just happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking like uh, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of weeks ago, no, like last last summer now, I was walking Teddy, right? And um, this guy's got this this hound, right? And it's a proper big freaking dog. And we're walking through loads of fields and stuff. And anyway, this dog leaps over a fence and starts absolutely terrorizing these sheep, right? Not not like in a in a nasty way, not like biting them or anything, but you know, just chasing them. And this guy's this guy's like, you know, in his mid 60s. Being a dog, yeah. <laughs> this guy's in his mid 60s and he's like he's like get it, get it. The dog's not having any of it. So anyway, I had to climb this tree to get over the fence and like <laughs> I had to get the, I was running after this dog like get it, get it, get it trying to trying to get him to play with me uh, instead kind of thing. Anyway, at one point he like tackles the sheep, and it's at that point I have to like grab him by the scruff and pull him off the sheep, and then go, "Come here, come here, mate, come here, mate." And anyway, he notices that that I'm keen to play as well, so he starts chasing after me, um, and I get him, and eventually I get him over this fence again. Freaking nightmare, man! Freaking nightmare! Oh, and the other day, um, this guy, uh, he was. <laughs> There's um, a canal in Bradford Haven, right? So there's loads of barges. It's very similar to what I ate on my Pakistani evening. That what? what? Barges. Barges. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So he pulls up and and he goes, "Excuse me, mate." And and I'm just I'm just walking or whatever, and I go, "Oh, hi, bud. You okay?" And he goes, he goes, "Yeah." How is it? Is it immoral to move somebody's house? And I said, <laughs> what? And he goes, well, I need to park my barge, but this guy's parked too close to this guy. Um, but I can't, I can't, I can't move anymore because I've got to refuel. And I was like, right. And he goes, would you do it? I'm only going to move it like six feet. And I was like, ah. I'd be like, I was like, yeah, I mean, if you've got a mobile home anyway, surely six feet isn't going to, he was like, okay. Could you help me get in? <laughs> so we have to, yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I, I took, um, I took this other boat from its mooring, pushed it six feet so that this guy could get in. Jesus! And I, I still don't know how to feel about it today. I don't know whether I did a bad thing or. Sounds kind of like breaking. I walk, I, I walk I know past him the next day. Mm. Well, was it, is it breaking a letter in that, or is it just? Because I just kind of shoved the boat six feet. Ah. So, like, imagine there's a parking space, but it's in the water. A mooring. I'd say that's not illegal, in theory, because, you know, a strong current or wave could have moved it anyway. 
<laughs> oh, you know, you know, there's strong currents of waves in canals. <laughs> yeah. Fim, yeah, the tide of the canal. As it <laughs> the tide of the wafts canal. back and forth with the moon cycle. Oh, man. Um, yeah, in terms of stories, it's weird because I feel like random stuff like that happens to me fairly regularly, but to the point where I just don't, I don't remember it. Um, Maybe it's something about our faces, Josh. Maybe the people just look at us and go, yes, this person will help me. I, I, I'm, I'm fairly, a bit like yourself as well. I, I, I tend to just talk to people. Like when I'm walking yeah. about, and then hmm. through that, I like to involve myself in other people's lives. Um, but um, a story that does spring to mind it's not this. It's not the same kind of thing as what you guys have been saying. But I'll describe it as it's a time I felt like like an NPC in the the story of other main characters. Um, oh no. No, but in like a nice way, not I like feel a... so insignificant. <laughs> I feel like an NPC. Not like a random NPC. Like someone else. Like 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 as if I was like I, you'll you'll understand what I mean when I when I tell you the story. Um so I was my friend was going to an audition. Um it was somewhere in London. It was in a small theatre, I can't remember which one. Uh, but there was a cafe in the theatre and his audition was like upstairs. So I went with him, I was cutting about. Um I went in and sat in the cafe and waited for him and I got a uh, a plate of chips and like a coffee. Went and got like a, my lunch and stuff and I was just sitting there and lots of like, kind of folk about my age, kinda of like my friend, girls and boys were like sitting around me. And I was like, in my head, I was like, I bet these people are going into audition. I was like, this is such a, a strange experience than where, you know, yeah. I'm in the audition waiting room, but I'm not actually going into audition. I'm just kind of there. Um, so I just started talking to people and ended up like this big group of folk. Cause I, because I was so chill about the experience and they were all very, very nervous. It was almost like radiating off of me, like chillness. Like I was basically just there, like they were like telling me all their anxieties and shit, and like calming down. Thought, well, like, oh, I feel so, so you calm now. Did a group therapy session? Basically, I accidentally did a group therapy session, but I felt like 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 a character in a quest line that you have to go and meet to like get something and then move <laughs> on from that. Like I felt like I was a part of these folks' main story as they were like moving on, um, but they kept giving me food. Like that's what the thing was. Like that, I was oh, like giving, nice. I was like giving them this like advice and like telling them to chill out, and then they'd like they'd get called up to the audition and they'd be like, "Oh, I'm not going to finish this. Do you want it?" And that happened like six times. So I got like six plates of chips and like paninis and shit. <laughs> it's great. Love it. That's my story. That's incredible. Amazing. What's your What's your guys' worst? Uh, diverging a little bit. What's your guys' worst or like audition experience? What's the worst audition you've ever had? Or like experience you've had auditioning. Oh, oh. Um, so I was auditioning for Joseph and his Technicolor Dreamcoat, the the mm-hmm. touring one, right? Um, and I did the first, and at the first time I went in, I I thought, oh, oh, I've done really well here. I've done really well. You look biblical, to be fair. Thank you. And anyway, um, I get, I get, and you know, they kind of say, oh, thank you very much, yada yada yada. Uh, and then somebody drops out of the cast and they say, oh, we'd like you to audition again. And I was like, oh, shit, they must have liked me. Um, so I went back to this audition. Um, and this time it was a completely different panel. And anyway, the morning of the audition, I woke up and I sounded like an absolute frog. Like my throat was dead. 
and and anybody who knows me knows I freaking love a bit of Joseph in his Technicolor dream coat. Mm-hmm. And I was absolutely gutted. Like I wasn't in time. I didn't hear any of the notes of the song I was singing. It was just just dreadful. It sometimes it comes down to things like yeah, you have a, a dodgy voice that day, or it's it, that yeah. happens all the time, man. Thing is, but uh, yeah, I mean, like, I, I and I thought as well. Oh, if it's the same panel, they know what I was like. I'm like from the last time, but it wasn't. It was it was a completely new bunch. And then there, there was people outside the audition room going, "Oh, I, I'm just I'm just really nervous because I know it's I know it's so and so and so and so." And I was like, "Oh fucking hell, that sounds like <laughs> yeah. a big name. I should probably mm. know." <laughs> <laughs> that's so and so and so and so oh god <laughs> oh god <laughs> i've got one um i was auditioning for i'll not name the company it was a cruise company and my friend had previously been he'd previously just been on the cruise with him so he'd got me the audition he'd been in contact with the casting folk who he was good friends with and got me in the room basically so in my mind going in i was like that this is you know nearly a sure thing it's like they're expecting me to come they've seen my reels and stuff like that i just need to go in and do well in this edition and i'll probably be all right so i go in song went fine uh, and then they were like okay we're just gonna do like a like a, I, I can't i don't know what you'd call it like a pitch test but it, essentially it was like i'll play a chord and pick a note in it and sing it back to me plays the chord right i hadn't auditioned in so fucking long right this was like my first edition in like like months, um, he plays the chord. I cannot find a note in it. Like I can't. I just it's no processing in my brain. I'm just picking random notes and singing them, and he keeps going. No, no, this is the chord, and keeps playing it. And then he makes it simpler, and he takes like one of the lines out the chord, and it's only two notes he's playing. He picks them, and he goes like, sing one of them. Still can't find it. Takes another one away. <laughs> he's, he's, he's playing. He's playing one note on the piano, and I can't sing it back to him. You know that way I was starting to panic at this point. He's playing one note oh. and I, I'm singing a note back and I sing a note back to him and he, he's no, he's like, no, this note. And he keeps tapping the note. And I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I don't know what's happening. I just, I can't get it. And then he was like, okay, thanks for coming. And that was it. I felt so horrible. Oh, that's oh man. Mate, that sounds, that sounds like absolute agony. No, Adam, I'm not being funny. That sounds like freaking torture. It happens to everyone though. I've had, I've had similar ones to that as well. It's, it's just... It's awful. My, I say my one is, uh, I, th- I feel like people don't, if you're not in like the entertainment industry, performing arts, you don't quite realise that you have to go for a, literally like an interview for a job three times a week, yeah, every day and get turned horrible. away every, but um, this is, this is actually right at the start of my like, when I was just about to graduate, we had an audition for, I it, it was untitled, but I think it was On Your Feet, the like, the salsa mm. musical, um, and we auditioned it was good we got through the got through the singing round and then we had the dance round and i'm a decent dancer but i don't do any acrobatics or whatever and honest i was the only guy who didn't do a flip in my like improv section oh, i was doing pirouettes oh, and stuff it was it was fine but i was the only guy who didn't do a flip and i was the only one to be kicked out and i was just like ah fuck so i went straight to argos i bought myself a an electric whisk and some cake tins and i baked for the rest of the evening <laughs> To make yourself nice. feel better. Best way to deal with it. Rather than went to the gym, I decided to eat cakes. Rather than learn to flip, for example, I just made cakes. Worth it. Worth it. Okay, who has a question? I have one more question. Um, what is your 
earliest memory of video game? What's the first thing you remember playing or Oof. seeing someone play? Like we're talking like uh, when you were very young. Uh, but I have a vivid memory of that. I have a very vivid Great. memory. I was like, I, can't, I don't know. I must have been like five or six. It was the uh, Lord of the Rings Two Towers video game for PS2. That is a, that is a lucky game. I have a memory of sitting on my couch and not my current house in the house I used to live in um, with my dad, um, both of us in pyjamas playing that split-screen two-player. It's the earliest memory of a game that I have. Wow, that's amazing. so much. That's quite a sweet one. I know. Who were you playing as? Do you remember? Don't remember that. I think it was the bit in Helm's Deep where we were at, though. Yeah, oh, sick. That's, that's such a good bit. Because all the characters are there as well. Yeah, it's yeah. my favourite. We'll, we'll do Lord of the Rings another time, but that's, that's my favourite. We're going to do Lord of the Rings when when we hit a milestone. If we get enough listeners, that's when we're going to do Lord of the Rings. Yeah, because because anybody who knows me, I, you know, I've got two two weapon replicas at my house. I've got freaking all the books, uh, as in like all the books, all of the books, full of a book. Um, oh, <laughs> what's your first uh, memory of video game? John uh, Jake Harding. I, th- I think it would have to be uh, Croc on the Game Boy Color. Holy fuck, that just awakened a memory for me that I didn't know I had. Yeah, it. crazy, right? Whoa. It was, I think it was a Christmas. It, and I, must have, I must have been really young because I only remember fragments. But um, mm. my sister and myself, we both got Game Boy Colors and mine was yellow. And hers was green. But I remember we both used to share the cartridge and both of us just always wanted to play croc. And I remember there was this there was this mission where you had to get in a cart in a little um it was like a mine cart and I could never beat it. And I remember it was the second to last mission mission of the game. And I didn't complete the last mission of the game until uh, years later. As in and by years later I mean by that time I've got a GameCube, I've you know, got a PS2. Uh, uh, the freaking uh, Game Boy Advance has been out for years at that point. Uh, so yeah, it's probably say that was my earliest memory. Croc, Croc on the Game Boy Color. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Very nice. Great Sorry. success. Uh, that's not a terrible Borat impression, by the way. It's an oh, it's. <laughs> An impression of Mac doing an impression of Borat. An impression of an impression. Mac from Always Sunny has the worst Borat impression. Very nice. Very nice. My wife. (laughs) Very nice. Get in my belly. (laughs) Excellent. What about you, Adam? Uh, Mine would probably be... I'm I'm trying to think back. Like My parents used to play the shit out of the PS1. Like, all all the time. I think my my personal experience is GameCube. Like uh, that's the sort of first thing oh, I remember playing. Yes. But Metroid, Metroid Prime on the GameCube, man. Oh, Star Fox, Star Fox, yeah, definitely. What, that's Star Fox the... Adventures. <laughs> oh yeah. Mine would be though. What just watching my parents play the original Tomb Raider. I think nice. Uh, uh, like uh, you know what I'm talking about. Nice. Cock. I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm doing the the fingers right now. <laughs> Cone boobs. Cone boobs. Yeah, yep. The cone boobs. <laughs> Look at those polygons. Look at those polygons. <laughs> ah, yeah. she got them polygamous titties. <laughs> JJ, what's your question? If you were a genre of video games, what would you be? Hentai. Hentai. Hentai games. 
those those adverts you get on Pornhub. That's like um, this game. <laughs> uh, you, you won't last. You won't last thirty seconds playing this game. <laughs> those games. Oh man, that's awful. What do people actually play them? I, I don't understand. Do they even exist, or is it just clickbait? No, they do exist because I've seen I've seen playthroughs of them, like by like YouTubers doing these Pardon? games. Some some of them exist because there's there's like sense. Are you like, on about Are you on about House Party? Because House Party is different. House Party, it might be House Party. I'm talking about House Party. House Party is more like more of an RPG, and you can censor it like mad and stuff. But I, but I guess I guess yeah, shit. At the end of the day, I guess it is a porn game. I mean, I've seen yeah. the game girls play it, and it was that is my official answer, Adam. If you were a genre of video game, what would you be? Um, I th- I'm trying to think back. Like, what have I played the most of? I remember as a kid, obviously, I played. No, a lot no, of this is this is this is you. This is you as as a person, okay? Because because I would probably say the reason you play Pokemon is because you enjoy things to be organized and you know you, you know enjoy what that is? recipes yeah. and multitasking and building towards. I enjoy something. I enjoy playing a game and not being stressed out. I like. Fair enough. Okay, you're facing a difficult boss, um, but if because it's turn based, I've not. I, I can go off. I can have a wee. I can grab some water. Um, I can sort like calm myself down before I choose my move to do. I was playing the Final Fantasy VII remake earlier, and actually, I was really enjoying it. To be fair, I was really enjoying yeah. it. But I think, I think it's better as turn based. I do. I think it's better like that. If we boil it down, Adam is chess. Adam's Adam is a human chessboard. I've been playing chess nonstop, but that's that's me. Like methodical, mathematical, uh, thought provoked. Everything is everything is decided because of a not necessarily statistics, but like because of a reason behind it. I don't really want to be slaughtering slash slash slash. So something like a a term based a term. You are a JRPG. I'm a human JRPG chessboard. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's a turn based JRPG. Jerp. JJ, what's your one then? Uh, because I'm I'm quite an, an erratic person. Like I've got like, uh, you know, I've got like the ADHD and stuff like that. I feel. I think you're like doodle jump. Uh, no, that's the same thing over and over. Hell, no, no. <laughs> that grind. Probably because I always think the difference between turn-based RPG and something like an action RPG. Like like Dark Souls for me, it's, it's really satisfying to play because there is no specific direction you have to go in. You can yeah. get distracted, and you can um, have fun with those kind of discoveries. And every every weapon has a different move set. So if I ever yeah. get bored of something, I can literally I can literally just stop doing that thing and do something else, and there's no consequences for it. Okay, so something like an open world action rpg like Jedi so something where i don't have to wait around i don't have to wait around for the combat i have i yeah. have to figure out an enemy uh or or let's say there's a puzzle right like I, breath I of the wild fi- yeah like like oh breath of the wild oh. <laughs> yeah because breath of the wild has has enough stress to keep me interested right so like for example, I could be walking through somewhere. I could be going, "Oh, I've got to get to this mission." Oh, hang on, there's a high knox in my way. Oh, I've got to, I've got to touch it. I got to touch it. I got to touch, touch, touch its eye. It's big one touch eye. It. <laughs> and like, I really like working towards like like 
armors and stuff like that as well and leveling up characters um in a way like like when i go to the gym i really enjoy that kind of progression like the the fact that i can see that progression is yeah you know uh it's one of the things that gives me quite a lot of joy um so yeah i'd probably say something like that like a like a sick yeah yeah i agree with that an action rpg and joshua i did give an answer but i will i will give a serious answer my original answer was uh, porn games the ones that are advertised <laughs> on Pornhub. like house party can you last more than five minutes yeah. like yeah and it's a picture of shrek like plowing marge simpson yeah, like it's like <laughs> Mars Simpson with a huge, huge like alien behind her, something like that. Yeah, can you last more than five minutes with this? Since you guys gave like, like reasonably deep and profound answers, um, I'm gonna probably say maybe I don't know, maybe like something like like story driven games. Like, oh really, yeah, I was like, just gonna say something like uh, um, Uncharted. Yeah, like adventure game, like adventure games, but one that's like heavily story driven. I love yeah. that shit. I love that shit. You you guys went into things about like personality. I think in terms of a reflection of my personality, um, I don't know. Um, I, I'm one of those kind of people like I like to kind of romanticise kind of daily life quite a bit, and I feel like that's maybe reflective or indicative of that. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I like to things to have like a meaning behind them not like a not like adam saying like where it's, it's it's a reasoning for doing it for me it's it's meaning rather than reasoning you know what i mean like yeah whether that be like emotional or something like that you know what i mean you want to invest yourself into this world and really almost empathize yes. and go along go on the journey with them i'm a big fucking happy whereas i'm being a bit more methodical and jj's being more ex- explorative maybe yeah, yeah, oh, I love any game yeah. with like heavy focus on exploration. But I'm quite like that in life. If I ever go for a walk, I'm I'm never on the path. <laughs> I'm in the trees, I'm in the bushes, I'm in the ditch. <laughs> I found a body. I'm in your trash. I'm in your trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the, yeah, I'm in the tree I'm in the trees. I'm in the trees. I freaking I I see I see <laughs> I see the Ave- I see the Avon River. I see there's nobody around. I see it's sunny. I'm jumping in there. I'm taking off my clothes and I'm going in. Taking off my clothes and going in. The voice clip that will be played at JJ's Tribunal. Taking off my clothes and going in. I'm currently in the in the production of creating a JJ voice reel. I cannot wait. It will come out at the end of this series, I think. Um, oh my it's, God, it's, no. it's pretty good so far. It's pretty good. So if you're listening there, I hate my regular speaking voice. Yeah, but these aren't. This isn't you speaking. This is you going, going. And then you go. It's more of a sound. Or That's what. That's literally what it is. Is ready for the final question? I think so. Let's go. The final question. What? Is the the greatest life lesson that you've ever took from a video game? Oh, oh. <laughs> did you? Are you okay? Is everything all right, JJ? <laughs> this is going into the voice notes thing as well. <laughs> it's just, it's just really, it's, it's just really hit me hard. Give me, um, a, give it, hit me hard with it. Uh, oh. Uh, I don't know because this might get like this might get like depressing. I don't want to. Oh, mine, mine's pretty depressing. I'll go. I'll go straight away. So is mine. Um, okay. 
the excitement and the joy of a video game is is fleeting. Oh. And that just reminds me that any excitement and any joy is fleeting. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> I feel it. I feel a negative takeaway there. Um, so there's, uh, there's. I can't believe I'm chatting about Dark Souls again. I'm so sorry. Um, but there's a narrative structure behind the level design of Dark Souls, and that's the fact that you are physically and uh, you know uh, you've you've failed quite a lot in that game. But the the levels are designed in such a way that you can go up and up and up, and it feels like you and it feels amazing, right? It feels like oh yes, I'm on I'm on top of the world. Here comes the, here comes the boss. Okay, I've died, but I'm still up here. And then after that, it will literally send you completely down in the other direction. You are ne- one thing. You're in a castle. The next minute, you've just uh, descended a ladder down a tube, and you're you're in the depths of hell, right? And it, it just, it just, it's that kind of thing of like, it's so reflective. It's like much like life. Yeah. It's, it's literally life isn't fair. You know, I, I, w- I would say, I would say that's what it would teach me. Cause, uh, I mean, y- you guys know this, but I've, especially over the last year and I know everybody has and, and, um, uh, over last, last week even like, you know, um, I lost um, two granddads last year, and then uh, re- recently I-, I got this new job, and I'm, and I'm earning lots of money, and, I- and I've got engaged, right? And uh, like the other w- the other day, my grandma dies. Okay, so it's just bought completely back down again. It's uh, yeah, it's 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 one of those things, you know. Life ain't fair. The top is there, though. You gotta stay positive. You gotta stay positive because otherwise, you won't. Much, much like in a game, you won't complete life. You got to keep going. Oh, I, I, I agree with that, but also you have to allow yourself those moments where you can be down. Down is just a is a normal human emotion. Like I think yeah. everyone's experienced quite a lot of negativity and like personal questioning. Like especially we discussed earlier about auditions and stuff, but questioning whether we should continue to pursue this career, questioning whether we yeah. should continue to. Uh, strive for something we all we've all wanted for years um you're allowed to have those moments of reflection and those moments of like and especially at the moment with you with a a bereavement you're allowed of course you're allowed to have and feel negative about that but it's how you pick yourself back up afterwards i guess what is what you're saying yeah it's how you pick yourself up it's how you just keep going definitely it's knowing that there's that uh, that bonfire ahead, much like in Dark Souls, that you can just rest. Yeah, much like in Dark Souls, there's a bonfire, <laughs> you get a rest. Sometimes you don't need to be at the top, you just need a rest. Hopefully it actually is a bonfire, because that, that's one of my favourite things in life, I'm not going to lie. Love a bonfire. <laughs> oh, like mate, bonfire's class. I used to have them on the beach in Cornwall with my boys. Uh, shout out to you boys. We used to play... Um, God, this is going to sound really sad. We used to play the Shire theme like towards the end of the night, you know, after we've had our ciders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was, it's it's a nice moment, you know. The sun's setting. It's summer. You got the reflection of the water. You got the fire. That's it's nice. just oh, it's fantastic. Love it, man. Joshua, what's your final thing to add to this episode? We're not going to have time to do the other ones, I don't think. And we'll come back to those another time. But I, for me, and I'm I'm going to try and make this as concise as possible because I ha- I have a habit of uh, waffling. But um, it's a game I've spoke about before as, as being a game that I really love. Um, it's one of my favourite games, but it's from God of War. 
um, the new one, the newest God of War, um, and it's the idea of the definition of a person. And I might be reading into this a bit much, but for me and my takeaway from that is the idea of, of not being defined by who you were at a point or who you were in the past and more of being defined by the person that you're striving to be and the person that you're working towards being and who you might become. I, I like that. I think that's hopeful. That's that's a good note. That's a good note to end on, man. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's uplifting. I think we all have this this higher image of ourselves that we at least most of us try work towards, um, and I feel like you don't stop working towards that. And you might you might encounter some hurdles along the way. You might meet some drawger. Yeah, you know, you might meet a giant snake who helps you out a bit. Might be a fucking massive Hinox in your way, and you just have sometimes you have to you have to battle that Hinox. Smash it to pieces. You got you got to bash him. You got to poke him in the eye. And this is a a very a very a good segue into if there's anyone listening here that feels like they need someone to talk to, our messages are always open. You can contact us yeah. at Bro You Have It directly, or you can find us elsewhere online. Um, yeah, we always respond to a DM. Um, always, always. Hundred percent. Thank you, boys. That's a lovely poignant ending. Thank you, boys. Can you can you for this one? Can you find like a poignant guitar riff to play out at the end? Like you should get the Shire theme. <laughs> and it's already playing. It's already playing behind us. Don't bother whistling it. It's already playing. <laughs> I'll see you next week, guys. <laughs> see you later, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, that, that really hot. My ears. The whistling. Thank you for listening to the Bro You Haven't podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bro You Haven't Pod for updates on future episodes and more. If you like this week's episode, you can catch our other episodes on Spotify, Acast, and YouTube. On behalf of myself, Adam, and Josh, have a lovely week.